Kia ora, and welcome to What's Out There, an exploration of what it means to live in modern-day Aotearoa. Join us with our hosts, Azu, Charlie, and Scout, in their search to answer the question, What's Out There?, as they explore the offerings of their local neighborhoods, dive into the diversity of the rainbow community, and the opportunities and impacts of Kiwi entrepreneurs. Hey, everybody, welcome. welcome. Kia ora, everyone. Kia ora. Yeah, we're um we're back with um, Charlie's back this time. Welcome. Woo! Woo! I'm here again. <laughs> here. Missed you. Oh, yeah. I missed you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> oh, I've been out, you know, finding out what's out there. That's good. That's good. That's a good one. That's good. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot. So, and uh, Gizzy had me for a week. That yeah. was fun. And there's um there's some people with us today, isn't there? I guess I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> we have one. We have three. one. We have three guest speakers. We have three. Yeah. 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 So again, who um who are you? Like where you just appeared off nowhere. Welcome. <laughs> With yourselves. Um, I'm Sam, or also known as Little Whippet. Yeah. Uh, my name's Claire. Claire the Dicks. Where uh, you go next? All right. Well. My name's Tanya, but no one calls me that. Right. No one. Yeah. Um, it, I just go by Tino, um, but no employer or friends or anything call me Tanya. Yeah. I don't know who that is. So. Tina's. Yeah. <laughs> so Tina's, Tina's good. Yeah. And where exactly are you from? Uh, I am. No, no, no. The um, sorry, the oh, team. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's Rick. Rick. So I'm going to screw this up again. Rick. Richter City. Richter City. Richter City. Richter City Roller Derby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we play roller derby here in Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. I love going to the games. I absolutely love it, and yeah. so I've been a number of times already. But um, I think it's definitely one of my favorite sports to actually go and see. Um, it's yeah, different. It's, it's unique. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like it it's like rugby but on wheels. Like fantastic. No, 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 no. Why not? Why would describe it? Is it like the tack, like the 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 amount of like tack in the Yeah, like, like it's yeah. real like aggressive. You know, and yeah. I love that because I used to play rugby when I was younger, and I love that like you know just beat them up kind of. Oh my like, god! Yeah. There's, no, there's no ball though. No, 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 no it's not. The person is the ball, right? We yeah. actually we are safety here. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. The person who acts like yeah. the ball. Well, yeah. there's, a, there's a point scorer. Which oh, okay. I guess you could call them the ball because everyone's like trying to um, either help them or stop them. Yeah. Oh. That's that's yeah. the one with the star on the hat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Called, uh, the jammer. Yeah. The jammer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so cool, so it just sounds cool. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a game, but I'm going to go to one. Now. I keep on telling you, you need to come, and you just oh never, yeah, you missed out. You missed out. When's your next season starting? When can we go to a game and bring Azu? Pro- probably, like, March probably be realistically when we'll have mm. our game, because we have a break, and, um, you know, sometimes just chill. And then uh, we'll get back into training. We'll probably like just get back into it, mm-hmm. um, get a little bit fit again. Um, and then I guess, yeah, March would be when we start to kind of get into our games again. For yeah. The mm-hmm. yeah, we've just finished up the season for the yeah. year. So yeah. we're kind yeah. of starting to head into Christmas yeah. break. Yeah. COVID's kind of ruined yeah. our season a little bit. <laughs> COVID's ruined a lot of Yeah. So many games have been cancelled. Yeah. Big yeah. tournaments. We're supposed to be mm. one up in Auckland and one oh, yeah. in South. Both been cancelled. It's yeah. just so that's the thing. I've been trying to look for you on, online. But like, when is a game and trying to figure it out? And oh, it's yeah. not yeah. been easy. So I'm like... Yeah. That's because there's been yeah, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys do? Like, What are your roles in the team? So I'm mainly a jammer. 
but I'm also training to be a pivot. So a pivot is a blocker who can become the jammer. Mm. What's a jammer? A jammer is the one with the star, so they're the one who scores the points. Oh. They're like the bull, right? Yeah, they're like the bull. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm catching up, guys. I'm catching up. Should we try and explain it? To yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the newbie here. Yes, yeah. I should. I try. I'm using my hands, which doesn't help for a podcast, but we'll try this. <laughs> Everyone's just going to visualize whoever's so put your hands out, fingers yeah. up. <laughs> so there's an, uh, a track. Um, it's an oval shape, and you've got two teams, obviously, on the track. So each team has four blockers and one jammer. Mm. Um, so the jammer is the point scorer. Um, and the, the jammer's just got one job, just like get through the pack of people. Like get through the pack, go around the track as many times as you can mm. within um, usually about two minutes. And so the blockers, um, when you're the jammer, you've got four blockers and their sole job is to just stop you and fuck with you. And then, but then you've got your mates as well. So on um, on your team, you've got four blockers who are there to help you, but they are also trying yeah. to stop the other jammer. Um, yeah. So that happens with like a game's like an hour long, mm. and a half time. Wow. And, and you guys slay it. Like every time I've gone, like the the, the opposing team has no chance. <laughs> I've, at least the games that I've gone yeah. to, at least, mm-hmm. um, or at least the last one, I just I really felt bad for the team. Was this <laughs> was this this season that you went? Yeah, that's yeah. really cool to hear. Uh, just because like teams head, head coach. <laughs> yeah. 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 Teams yeah. teams go through like what I call like you have a set amount of players that become like your veteran players, mm. Mm. and it just seems to be that like a lot of veterans. We'll all leave at the same time. And so then what happens is it leaves oh. a bunch of really fresh players who are still kind of getting their hang on the rules, like mm. um, getting to know their skills and, and, and being confident in themselves. Um, so a couple of years ago, might have been two or three seasons ago now, we had a mass ex of, of a lot of our veteran experienced players, which meant that we were having to build up and um, – We've just taken like new coaching approaches, so it's really cool to hear mm. someone be like, "Oh yeah, we know what you guys it's like yeah. saying because it's like okay, yeah, cool. the <laughs> I'll keep doing yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting yeah. to hear because then you look at saying supporting local teams, right? Which I think is a very different position when you look at a national sports team yeah. where you don't get that transition all the no. time, and so which I feel like you want there's a lot more grassroots. Um, you know, support that comes locally around yeah. here um, yeah. compared to larger international, larger sports. Yeah, I mean, and larger yeah. sports, larger sports get um, the luxury of having easy funding and yeah. um, being sports that are played in schools for like, that's kind of like shoved, like rugby, netball and cricket, right? Mm. At school in New Zealand is shoved down your throat. You just have any, you can have the opportunity if you want it or not. But like with roller derby, um, it's just one of those things that you have to, you know like because we we run it and we fundraise all ourselves and we try really hard to get ourselves out there but because there's no funding it makes it quite a hard sport to get into because it's expensive like Mm. skates and all of that stuff so it makes it less accessible to more diverse communities like Mm. around so um yeah it's hard for recruitment it's hard to get people and have people waiting in the wings if you Mm. can't really like have the opportunity from like local council or anything like Mm. that to like get it out there mm. yeah and i know yeah. we're not the only sport like that yeah because i know you have to actively look for it really here yeah and it's the same thing i think kind of in the same lines with disc golf <laughs> yeah okay so. can you not compare us no it's not the same <laughs> <laughs> that's a very golf? Golf? no no i do not golf is not my <laughs> no 
disc disc golf. golf. It's not disc golf. golf. Not golf. Um, it's not a comparison, but I think it's just uh, in terms of funding and putting it out there. It's getting it out there. Yeah, that's what you meant. One of our really good friends. He is. He's the representative of disc golf here in Wellington. He's yeah. super passionate about it. And he was on our episode, I think, two episodes ago. Mm. And he, Kenny was talking about the same thing of, like, you have uh, three main sports that are really emphasized in schools yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just putting the awareness out when it comes to disc golf, for example, and just really telling people that it's for everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a challenge in that sense. Yeah. One of the really nice things about roller derby, though, is um, because one of its like core philosophies is that it's skater run. Mm. You know, it's not one of these big national sports where um, big corporations are buying in and stuff. That yeah. means we actually make the rules. Mm. You know, like um, over in the states, there's kind of a governing body, I guess you'd call of roller derby, but um, they're constantly revising and updating. And in fact. Um, when it came back to return to play after COVID lockdowns and the pandemic, like this um, group of people were like leading the way and other sports were looking at what they were doing in terms mm. of plans around return to play. So there's this like kind of freedom that comes with it as well because we're not locked in by yeah. people paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can make the sport what we want it to be and make the community what we want it yeah. to be. And one really cool thing mm. with roller derby is that it's for any skill level as well mm. like so our league we've got an a team so they're our top skaters you've got b team so they're both travel teams they get to go around the country when covid's not happening <laughs> um and sometimes over at aussie and then you've also got our home season so that's our three home teams i think we're dropping down to two potentially i think we're discussing that day eh? yeah but, I think but it's, we'll yeah figure that out um and those are for everyone in our league including those who aren't in a travel team Mm. The people who either can't commit to the travel mm. or like skills aren't quite there because um, you know getting used to having wheels on your feet it's it's not an easy thing. I just I never thought that there was the home team and then the travel team. Like I never yeah. thought it would be two different. I just assumed that it's the same team and who can make it really. Uh, or is it's it... like the way it's set up is really quite good for. Um, people that want different things from the sport yeah. so the travel teams they're generally made up of the same people yeah. but they're the ones that are probably a little bit more competitive um and are willing to put the time and effort into traveling where home season is a wider group it's more chill and in fact it kind of embraces the roots of derby a bit more like we get dressed up you know yeah. and it's yeah. a bit more of an event and um people are in like ripped fishnet stockings and stuff Ooh, which fun. is yeah like a little bit more like what you see on like whip it in those kind of movies mm. don't watch whip it though to get like a good example <laughs> of derby because that's backtrack derby which is different and it's only played but in it's the like that's but, the beginning of most a but lot it, of it is the beginning yeah. of most derby. of it but we don't break each other's noses no. Oh, yeah, I was disappointed. I mean, to be fair, there was a lot of anyway. There was a lot of blood last time I went there. It wasn't on purpose. So, no. yeah. so this is a really good segue into. So, how did you get into roller derby? Like, what's your story? Like, how did you guys find the sport? And yeah, um, what drew you into it? I, uh, when I was. I, I grew up in Wellington and then I moved to Australia and I lived in Sydney at first and then when I was about 23, 24, I decided to move to Melbourne and my friend who I'd been living with in Sydney was like, hey, I've like, I had seen like these photos of her like 
popping up on Facebook of her on roller skates and stuff like that. And I was like, what the, what the hell? So I went to like watch, watch the game. And, and before then the game was a lot more complicated. Like they hadn't kind of gone through the rules and being like, oh, how do we change the rules mm. to make this game easier to watch? Um, watch they've done now. And I was like, man, I could never do that. Mm. That like I couldn't be that fit. Like they're going around in circles and like mm. hitting each other. Like I'm like I there's no way in hell I could ever do that. And I like sat on it for a bit, and then um, I went into a skating rink because there's still like a few like old school skating rinks in Melbourne, like which were really awesome. And I put some skates on. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually like not too bad at like skating. Like it's like a natural thing for me. So I went through, and at that point they called it like a fresh meat course. And um, my fresh meat course was nine months, but I like I had like four assessments I had to get through before I could get to like a gaming thing. Cause, mm. You know, it's you're real careful. About it, you you, you got to be yeah. careful. Like you're on skates, you're like your body needs to do different things. Yeah, you, people are hitting you. Like you can't just like pick up and get straight into it, right? Like you've got to have that patience to get through that time. And um, I don't know. I just I just took to it really well. I just I don't know. And I just started playing and. Uh, I just noticed that uh, a lot of my demeanor changed. Like I was happier. I was like going out drinking less. Like because mm. I was like had something that I loved. I, I had like as a queer person, and I really struggled with like being a young queer person away from my family. Like yeah. in Australia, like uh, and being like, oh, what, what, what does it mean to be like queer? And do I have to be like a certain way? Do I have to have short hair? Do I have to date someone with short hair? Like, do I have to be like really obvious about my gayness? Like, and no, I know it's funny. There's realities of it though. I, I know it's, it's, it's how to, think, know how to it's find funny, your place. So. It, that is how it was, and it was a really like confusing time, even in my early twenties. And then I, I start playing derby, and I meet all of these like straight people, trans people, non-binary people. Um, you know, gay women of all sorts of varieties. And I was like, wow, it, I don't need to be anyone mm. but who I want to be. I can be whoever I want. And that's what I got out of the sport. And I think that's why 10 years down the track, I'm still here. It's and I'm still doing it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's a great community. And it's a way of me being like, hey, this is like, this is, a, this is my safe space. Like, mm. I go to training, it's my safe space. If anyone tries to mess with my space, my safe space, I'll be like, what are you doing here? Like... You're going to break their nose, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it really did a lot for me, like, mental health, like, yeah. developing my personality, developing a sense of who I am, even, like, so late in my life. And I think, like, I watch different people come through at different times in their life, and I'm like, that thing that happened to me is happening to them. And it's really great to watch mm. and see. And it's, it's such an empowering sport. Can plus, I mean, your position also as head coach, so it's also giving you that opportunity to be in that leadership yeah. position. Yeah, it's, I mean, look, it's it's hard uh, because I have to give up a lot of my own yeah, yeah. time and mm. skating to do that. And I think some people, it's hard because it's, it's, it's at times very, a very thinking job for me. Like I can see like a skill and someone picks it up and I might do it this way. Or, or you watch someone when they first started to like six months later and how much you've been involved with helping with that and I know other coaches feel like this too but sometimes it can be quite thankless as well mm. and it's really hard like depending like what's going on 
you know, elsewhere in your life, it's very hard to kind of like get this balance being like, oh God, like, why can't you just like come to training on time? Like I've just made this plan and you guys are just like messing around. It's like, man, if this was me, I would be freaking skating right now. Like, this is a sore point at the moment, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's, it's just, it's just, like, I, I love it. I love coaching. I'll never, yeah, I'll never speak badly of it. I think I get a lot out of it myself, being able to like pass on a skill, especially being one of the more longer term skaters mm. in the league. Uh, I have so mm-hmm. much information, mm. but I just, I don't know. I am one of those people I've played cricket and rugby and soccer and hockey you know, growing up, and I never really stuck to them because I got bored. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also yeah. the politics in them. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. like yeah. I just remember like being the only queer person in my cricket team, and the manager of the team didn't like that. So even though I was playing great, I got in the newspaper, like had great figures, stopped playing there, just mm-hmm. because of how I was, because I wasn't like this yeah. perfect person that he thought that I should be. And so I came into this sport, and I was like, I'm never gonna be like that. Yeah. I'm never gonna like make someone not feel like mm. they're good enough because they are who who they are. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 I get a lot out of it, and yeah, I I know I'm good at coaching. I think it's just something that I know. I can watch what someone's doing with their body, how their weight works, how they're moving, and be like, I think you just need to change that, mm. and off you go. Yeah, like mm. so it is like like everything that you love you have times where you're like a bit torn mm. and you know and I think I'm probably just going through that now and I'm like you know what I'm having a break over summer I'm not going to put skates on my feet I'm going to like do me and then next year I'll come back and then I'll have a whole bunch for me and like make sure I set aside some extra time for mm. myself so that it's not just yeah you know. I just have that balance yeah and the reason why I looked over at scout was so we do mentoring so we have clients yeah. kind of it's the same thing going to show up on time and just yeah Meet us halfway. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank I you. totally get it. I'm yeah. Preaching to the choir here. Um, so what about you? Um, what made I, you join? I um I've skated ever since I was really young. Just wow. um, we like I think the first photo of me in skates was when I was like three years old or something. Um, they were very big. They were too big. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna try. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I actually skated at all. But yeah, so when I was a kid, I spent many, many hours on skates, and then kind of forgot it as an adult. And uh, and then of course I saw the movie Whip It, um, and that kind of played on my mind for many years. And then when I came back to New Zealand, I'd been living overseas, and I came back to Wellington, and I saw a roller derby game advertised, and I was like, fuck yeah. You can swear. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can swear away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go watch that, and I like dragged people along. I'm like, you're coming to watch this with mm. me, and then I quietly sat there and thought, I reckon I could have a own at that. Like, mm. and I didn't tell anyone, and I went to at the time Richter City um, used to do uh, like meetups um, where a few skaters would go to a bar like one night in a month and um, you could go and ask some questions so I went oh, along wow. to that and I still I didn't tell anyone nobody in my life knew that I was doing this <laughs> <laughs> I was like Wait, how, yeah. how old were you at the time? Like, uh, I was like 33 or something okay, yeah. yeah like yeah. I just I was like if I don't want to um, you know like if it turns out that I'm, I'm no good at it I didn't want anyone to know yeah <laughs> so it was like it was like coming out all over again but with roller skating <laughs> <laughs> I love that I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, now it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I went and talked to these guys, and then I I signed up for the um the quad goals course, which was called Fresh Meat back then, which is like how we teach our new skaters to play roller derby, and um, and I did it, and 
yeah, I was like just super into it. Um, I think that I really enjoy the physicality of the sport. Mm. Like I enjoy the athletic side just as much as the community side. And because I've always been kind of sporty, but it was that real thing of um, everyone said to me, oh, you're real good for a girl. And oh. now, yeah, yeah, right? And then I come into the sport where it, it's female driven. Like mm-hmm. yeah. humans that identify as females, they are the ones that own the sport and drive yeah. it. And um, so I was just good. Mm. you know being yeah that's so empowering you're like yeah like yeah. i'm gonna do this yeah. yeah it was good so yeah and that was i guess like four years ago now i just yeah. haven't looked back are you two queer as well because i just assume going in okay yes there are there are heteros yeah with children i just make a huge assumption when i'm going to the roller derby i think a lot of people do but it's but it's a purely female sport right there's no mixed teams there's no boy teams anywhere don't get me started okay no no actually we would talk about that i'm i i like i'm really envious of this whole thing and I'm like yeah. I want to be part of that too yeah. but I'm like yeah. I, seeing its place I'm like it's not there, there, is yeah. a, there, there is a way that you can, there are options there are options for you <laughs> and I don't mean to be an, an asshole when I do it but like for, for me like this is like the one sport that mm. females have gotten have yeah. Yeah. Are, are controlling yeah. are still running that kind of like men haven't really come in and pissed on yeah. but they're trying <laughs> yeah. to yeah. so when yeah. she said yeah. that comment before like oh you know, oh, you're real good for a girl. I was like, yeah, it just makes me think about these times where I've played these men before. And I'm like, oh, you're real good for a boy. There are mixed teams. Yes. Like, our league isn't, um, isn't mixed in terms of players, but we have um, male refs. Oh, mm. yes. um, yeah. But there are co ed teams. There are co ed teams. There are some very. The smaller, small teams. amount of men, te- men yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. In general, like the guys that come and are like part of our coaching crew or part mm-hmm. of our ref crew or the ones that are playing, they're pretty good. Like yeah. they realize in general that they're guests in our space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially yeah. at Richter That's because cool. how we've organized it and how we kind of make a stance. I think anyone who knew that they came into that space and tried to kind of pull any of that unnecessary mm. behavior that you can get. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's all men. Females can be like yeah. that too. We've had a few females that have just come in, and I swear that they had an inverted penis, but um, <laughs> they just don't know it yet. Yeah? Just don't know it yet. I mean, it might be me. Um, but but yeah, you do get some personalities that come in there to kind of like shake up your space. Yeah, and yeah. Space all that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, just have some very kind of derogatory kind of behaviour. Like I've played. Unfortunately, I've played men in Australia and I've played men over here and I've had some pretty crappy comments made to me. Mm. I've had men hit me on purpose because, I mean, I've been playing such a long time. I'm kind of, I guess, a little bit more known in the community. And so sometimes some men like take, it's like hitting some more well-known players is taking that as a badge of honor and being like, oh, no. I got to hit that person and I wasted them. Where it's not about that at all. It's, the, it's the not about that. The threat is what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, just, it's just not about that. Like it's... I mean, I if I get like if I get hit by someone who's been skating a less time than me, especially someone maybe I've coached or who's on my team, and they get a good hit on me, I'm like, bravo! Like I think that's amazing because it just shows that you're getting like confident and like yeah. it also means like, I'm also I don't think I'm unstoppable because I've mm. been playing for so long. Mm. Like I'm not like I'm 
um, human. And I just think it's amazing when like less skilled people, you can see that they're growing because mm. they're starting to take you on and get you. But when it turns into like, I'm purposely going to hit yeah, this yeah, person. Yeah. It's targeted, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. you know. Oh. Yeah. It's kind of a compliment in a way because you know in in, in big <laughs> sports <laughs> It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Which means my jam is going to have a better chance because they only have to deal with three blockers instead of four because this other blocker has an ego problem. And And I'm like, cool, keep coming at me. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really cool way of looking at it. I like how you put it. Yeah. 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 Okay, Sam, what to you? Um, Well, I started skating when I was nine. Um, I actually am an ex artistic skater, so that's like ice skating on wheels. Oh, wow. So I did that for eight years and then took a six year break and I got made redundant over COVID from my design job. So I was a bit down in the dumps and dad sent me this um, Sweat for Pride event, which is what Rick was oh, running. Oh, Sweat from Pride, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they were running this like learn to skate event and I was like, well, I don't really need to learn to skate, but I'm going to go along anyway. Yeah. You came excuse. and won all the prizes because... Yeah, I did. <laughs> I won all the prizes. So we're like, oh, you're really good. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I had, at the event, they would demonstrating transitions and they were like does anyone want to show it and I'm like okay and go and do a transition which is just turning from forwards to backwards which seems simple but it's really not on skates because your skates will go every other direction than where you want them to um and then yeah I had a few people at that event be like you should join come along and so I was like okay why not like I never wanted to play roller derby. Um, I had a few people when I was doing artistic skating saying, hey, come do roller derby. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to get injured. Because, um, you know, when you yeah. when you see roller derby, it's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. You've got a lot of, you know, you get some decent bruises and, and injuries happen when it's a contact sport. Um, but, yeah, I went along to one of the quad goals Sunday trainings and just kind of, fell into it that way, bought yeah. all the gear, um, and yeah, so I only joined at the end of last year, um, and have played, yeah, one season, sort of, COVID kind of screwed up yeah. the season, uh, but this year I got to skate with Convicts, so that's our B travel team. Right. Um, We're actually going to change that name. Yes, I love it. I was like, yeah, that sounds like I, pretty dope. There is a reason why we're going to change it from Convicts, because I think there's a, a I think, a, it's a little problematic. A little problematic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to be changing it to something soon. But, yeah. It's yes. fascinating, like, how you, like, all three of you just found, somehow found your way uh, to the sport and, like, mm-hmm. how invested and, like, a huge part of the roller derby yeah. community mm-hmm. here that you guys have become. It's beautiful. Because yeah. oh, yeah. of um, losing my job, like, I was in a pretty shitty space, yeah. like, mm-hmm. mentally. And then as soon as I joined Derby, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And then we had... The break over from when I started and then Christmas happened and then getting back into it at the beginning yeah. of this year, I was like, oh, my men- like mental state dropped over Christmas because I wasn't mm. skating, I wasn't having derby. And so then I'm like, oh, this is great. Like yeah. the community, just being surrounded by a variety of queer yeah. people as well. Like it's just so nice because mm. I grew up real conservative um, and just like, you know, all girls, Christian schools kind of situation. Um, so I just didn't have that. In Wellington? In Wellington. Which, St. Mary's? 
No, mm. I was uh, Chiltern St. James uh, from year one to year six, mm. and then St. Lawrence from year oh. eight to year 13. Sure, cool. So two uniform all-girls yeah. schools, it was a bit yeah. of a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just having that support, and we were also a wide range and wide just like skills as well, so everyone outside of Derby has these different amazing jobs, and just getting to know everyone and being like, oh my god, wait, you have children? Like what? Like... One of our skaters, George, she looks like she's like in her 20s. Um, she's not, she's a little bit older. She's, she's my not, age, she's 36. Yeah. Wow. And she's not like an 11. Good jeans. She's, right? like she's like, I'm like, I think four months older than her and I'm like, Mm. <laughs> she's got like an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old child and I'm like what? Like, I, yeah. I just... How did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's... Is, is she the flying kiwi one? Oh, no, 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 that's, no, that's... no, flying kiwi doesn't have kids oh, but she's no. a school teacher and I can understand where you're coming from Charlie yeah. That's her day job? Yeah. That's Fly, her day job Fly, Flying kiwi works with, so flying kiwi came to us because she, she's a kiwi but she lived overseas in the UK for a bit and she moved here, and she works with like children with special needs. Yeah, wow. as a teacher. Yeah, pretty wow. amazing. I never would have thought that. Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. amazing. Yeah, we've yeah. got such a diverse group of different people working in different areas. You know, we've got people who run their own businesses. We've got people who, um, are, yeah, school teachers. We've got people working in the government, and all yeah. of that. Like, just so many. We've got people. Quite a few defense. government workers. Yeah, defense force <laughs> as well. We've got a few. Oh people. wow! Defense archives, national library, IRD. We're um, responsible humans. Uh, yeah. Health. <laughs> <laughs> Ministry of Health. I think yes. we have someone there. Oh, and um, Filthy, who works for. Oh, she, she. She's our weather girl. Yeah. Whenever, whenever the weather's bad, I blame her. <laughs> so tell me about the names that you guys have how how do you guys go about that like you just make them up or yeah. is it it's a compulsory i mean i fucking love the idea it's, it's not like compulsory you can nah. skate under your yeah. like you'll find that most people win if they're in a world cup team we haven't had a world cup in a while because of but a lot of people in world cups will skate under their real name which oh. i which oh. i think is cop out i'm like no mm. man some, <laughs> some of the top teams in the world are um wanting like the more athletic it becomes, the more people are wanting it to be legit, like legitimate. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Betty Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're starting to do things like use their real names yeah. and, um, you know, like the uniforms are more athletic. Everyone's looking more um, like tight and tidy, whereas like yeah. the roots mm. of roller derby was real rough and ready. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, yeah. changing, I think like, it's a real shame. Like I get the whole like, cause I, I like to wear sports pants and not dress up or anything like that. Cause I'm just, I'm awkward and don't want attention. Even though I play this sport that is like, <laughs> ridiculously <laughs> like, you know, I, I like just go out there and get the job done and go to changing room. But, but I think it's a real shame that as athletes, because we are athletes, no matter how we're dressed or how we choose to like show the sport, I think it's a real shame that people feel like they need to like put their real name out there mm, to try mm. and get people to take us seriously. Yeah. Like regardless of a name change or not, if we have like a, like a persona or uh, if we're wearing fishnets, if one person's done up in makeup and wants to go on that grassroots, I think it's a real shame that we have to kind of change what is like quintessential roller derby to get people to take mm-hmm. us seriously. Yeah. Um, you I know, totally get why they're doing it though, because eh? they I, I so, so much time and effort into it yeah. and they are like they're athletes but they're not getting paid as professional. It's also athletes, branding right? too yeah. for them. 
Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's a personal so like, brand. Yeah. Our derby names um, can be connected with your real name. So like Claire the Dex. Um, mine came from the movie Whip It, yeah. which I know is a bit silly because it's, you know, not the best representation of derby, but it was because... Uh, in the movie, she's a pageant girl that turns into a derby person, and that kind of linked to artistic with you know mm. uh, leotards and all that story behind it, through yeah. through stuff into um, into kind of roller derby. Yeah, and then I'm also very small, like my stature. I'm five foot, almost one. So like I'm tiny, and so that's where the little came into it. Mm. Um, but yeah, everyone's. It's like an alter ego almost, or yeah, like a persona. Yeah. Yeah. Like you create this kind of character that's you on the track, and then like you yourself outside of it, and it's nice to be mm. able to detach yourself. Yeah, from exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're like superheroes or something. That's like, exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. Like, you know, so like Bruce cool. Wayne and Batman, like Clark Kent and yeah. Superman. You we, know, we all get issued. In, well, we get we choose our number as well, so everyone oh. has to have a number because that's how the refs will call penalties. So, like, say Tino got a penalty, it'd be. Um, Purple one two three because that's her number, um, or like mine's two five one. You know you've got all these different numbers depending on, kind of some people have meanings behind it, but some people just like I need a number. I don't know what to pick. Mm. So like two five one was my number that was given to me when I was just skating as well. So mm. that's why I was like, well, I already have a number four twelve. Oh, so it's three. It's it's like it doesn't, it doesn't have, have to be three. three. You can have one. I'm just two, loving this. I'm like three. you know, all three like, names, three numbers. Like four twenty. Four twenty always gets picked first. Yes, yeah. yeah. of course. <laughs> four twenty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like. I always kind of say to people like when you're choosing your number. Just remember that it's going to be real loud, and you need to have something that you can hear nice yeah. and quickly. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a four like four thing it's it's really hard like you know four five six seven but mine is one two three purely because that's how i can hear it mm. i know that if i hear one two and three i know oh yep that's me it's mm. really Very easy big. for me i'm like i'm half deaf so it's really like mm. easy for me to hear that and be like oh that's me mine, yeah mine has <laughs> deep special meaning um every wednesday every second wednesday at four twelve p.m was payday like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're like 4.11 we're all like refreshing back oh my down <laughs> so if I had a number it, I would want four, four letters or sorry four numbers it'd be 6373 just because it's like history of my family and it spells out nerd when you type it oh, into the phone yeah. number yeah. Yeah. don't tell me that so. you pinned that to though, yeah. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast <laughs> like the, the only rule with numbers is that it cannot be the same as someone in your own team. It can be the same as someone in a different mm. team. Ah. But if it is, and you will say skating against them, so say they've got the same yeah. number as you, then yeah. one of you has to change the number. Yeah. And you would then skate under a different number. It's like one. your IRD number. Yeah. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> what would be my ID? number? I'm like thinking, yeah. yeah. 11, 11. Very good. Mm. But yeah, like your derby name's pretty chill we've got some people who like grumpy wendy her name's wendy oh <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's generally she's grumpy, grumpy. Yeah. She's, 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 she's grumpy she's, in the most lovable way she is she's like one of the most like kind-hearted kind of mm-hmm. authentic people i've ever met like i've known wendy for oh, been nearly eight years maybe but yeah, yeah. she's grumpy but just in, like, that grumpy Care Bear way. Yeah. I think she's also just got resting grumpy face, so that doesn't help. <laughs> I love how there's, like, so many stories and layers behind it's all of that. This is just so fascinating. Yeah. We've also got Tough Vickies, who's in our league, and she is, like, 
one of the what, top she's New Zealand a, skaters. She's actually the longest standing member of the league now. Since wow. yeah. one of our founders. So how, how long has it been around in, in New Zealand? In uh, so Richter City, so the first team I think that started up was Pirate City in Auckland. Um, because they're just a little, I think they're like two years older than our yeah. league. Mm. And so I think our league's been operating for nearly 15 years now. Oh, so wow. they might be, but these numbers are not correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is a I think we, must, park, we must be 13 because we had the 10 year anniversary had, yes, when, yes, near when yeah. I started. So we're 13. So I'd probably say, yeah, PCR, like Pirate City Rollers, must be, Rollers, wow. must be about 15, yeah. 15 wow. years. Um, and so that's how long that, that started. And so it started in the States. It got revived in the States, like Flat Track Derby, uh, in 2007, I think, in Texas. Mm. Um, and then what happened is that a bunch of skaters that were skating with Texas then kind of went over to a league in Adelaide and then helped a league in Adelaide start it up. And then it's just started to pop up. At one mm-hmm. stage, New Zealand had the highest amount of roller derby leagues per capita. I remember world. reading about you that. Are you serious? Like, yeah. I think yeah. I thought we still did. We probably still do. Yeah. I I just say at some stage because I don't want to you be like this person on a podcast who like puts all this facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then yeah. Someone yeah. Someone yeah. Listening yeah. like you're full of shit. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is the same kind of trivia, but I was like, this can't be right. Um, I think it was a few months ago. I was traveling up to Hawkes Bay, and I just kept. Pretty much through every town, there was a golf course. I was like, mm-hmm. why are there so many golf courses? Mm. Yeah. My friend goes, New Zealand has the highest number of golf courses in the world. I was like. Oh wow! Yeah. What? Why do it's, we need that? It's, it's, it's yeah. a country of five million you people. You see all these golf courses, Tourism, right? That's all it you is. see Tourism. all of these golf courses. I never see a single motherfucker on some of those golf courses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's hardly yeah. anyone exactly, except the guy mowing the damn lawn. They're all in the clubhouse. I swear it's got to be some sort of like tax thing. There's got to yeah. be like some sort of tax thing happening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like so, Wellington region. We've got three. Um, Derby leagues. Oh, okay. You've got us in Wellington. You've got Rimataka in um, based in Upper Hutt. Upper Hutt. Mm-hmm. And then you've got oh. the was it Krakens? What the Carpety? Oh, Carpety Krakens. They call the Carpety Krakens. So, so how many teams <laughs> yeah, in each league? Like, uh, well, we're, we're much more established and bigger than so Rimataka. They're a co-ed lead now. They changed to co-ed a couple of years ago because I think they were struggling with numbers. With numbers. Yeah. Um. So they're a co-ed lead, but. They have a female team where that because some teams will be like no sorry we're not playing co-ed mm. um, and so they they have their co-ed league that predominantly have a co-ed team that will play but then will field uh, a female team but usually with that female only team they pull players from other leagues mm-hmm. like, yeah. around to, to, to play in. Um, Carpety is just the one team and they also still have to pull in like people from other leagues to fill yeah. their team. They're quite oh. a new league, yeah. the Carpety. Mm. Right. No, they're not. Oh, they're not? No. Oh, they're, they're just kind of re- being revived. They've oh, been revived and rebranded. They've been around a while. Yeah, and then you got like Wanganui who have West Coast bong- oh, bongers. Just <laughs> 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 because I said Wanganui. <laughs> <laughs> Bombers, and they're a co-ed league as well, mm-hmm. and um, and then you've got Fenua Fatal, so in Levin, you've got them, um, and I think they have just switched to co-ed, or they might not be, I think they just have one guy skating with them, but <laughs> they, but you'll find that the Fenua and Bombers will always kind of interchange their players, and then the next well-established team in this kind of lower half of North Island would be Palmerston North, which is Swamp yeah. City. Oh. Oh, they yeah. like 
thriving at the moment. Yeah, like they're doing awesome. like they've got like their social media game is on. They're yeah. like having really successful intakes, and I'm like, what's happening in Palmerston North? I want to know. Yeah, they're like three away teams now. They've got like an A, B, what? and C. They have they have an A and a B. They have two very well established A and B, and then they have like a development kind of team. But we were we. Okay, so we as Richard were like, oh, we need like a development team that is not travel, but for these players that can't quite get on travel yet, but have more than home season so they can develop right. And we like get this plan in, we like have our admin meeting, we pass it, and then a whole bunch of motherfuckers decided to leave the league. And we're like, so we've been trying to like mm. get this like going so that we can grow our league. So I'm mm. like, next year, man, next mm. year. Is- so you guys are looking for new players. Yeah. Oh, mm. Yeah. Definitely. Here's, here's the segue. <laughs> So in general, like, what is the typical amount of intake you're constantly needing to have yeah. overall? Like, uh, I is... think I think a good intake would be twelve. Yeah. I think like that's a really good number in general um, every year. Back in the of. Whippet days, well, we try to have like two a year, but we only were able to do one this year. But back in the day when Whippet came out, it was like a wait list. Like, there were, like, 30, 40 people, like, Mm. doing a course at once. And so, like, our league was up to, like, beyond 50 people. Where now we have about just below 30 active skaters. And so, you know, it's it's quite a we you, you really would like a healthy league i think you'd have about 50 active skaters in it to like be able to get the development and the team and used to the training and yeah and stuff like that but 12 people each course would be like amazing yeah. okay yeah, so say i was gonna i was gonna sign up right yeah so yep. from okay. the beginning of when i sign up when could i like realistically like even if i was like pretty not that good at skating but realistically with your amazing training and support, <laughs> <laughs> you know, essentially how long it's going to take you to do the fresh meat course we call our course quad goals so a lot of people are moving away from the fresh meat because it's, it can be seen as derogatory Mm. Oh yeah, I get that. <laughs> life is life is different in twenty twenty one. But we call it we call it quad goals. Um, so what it would be is that you would do a twelve week course where you would come on Sunday and you would skate for two hours every Sunday, um, and then potentially as that twelve weeks go on, would push it up to three. Mm. And then what 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 we would do and what and what we're kind of talking to do is t- to make people. Um, like come along quicker and kind of have more of a development time is that we would then do this like half integration into our league where you would still get to skate with like league members get to know them get be part of that community a bit more and get a get more of a feeling so you get to like leave the nest a little bit but then we would still be providing support so we're not just throwing you in being like right off Mm. you go like get in there play the game, you know, have more chance of getting injured, like, have more chance of feeling like failure, and more of, like, being able to have a select few of skaters there to help you kind of, like, softly come into the league. So, like, 12 weeks of hardcore, like, learning, like, basic skills, and then you'd want to be, like, I always say to people, don't, like, rush it, like, slow the fuck down, um, you know, like rushing it, I think puts your expectations up too high yeah. and then you get frustrated. It's like, just enjoy the community. Like I know that in, like, and we make sure that we have games for grad people. So you will play a game in like that first kind of four months of going at that level that you need. Um, if, if you're safe, if, mm. if, if where's coaching are like, bro, 
like love you love the work <laughs> you're putting in but if you are just not safe to be out there for yeah. yourself and other people then we'll be like we just think you need a little bit more time on skates and this is what we're going to try and do to get you going like like and a lot of people like some people like that some people don't we lose players because we're like so hard on the safety sometimes but really like what do you want like a broken leg or a yeah, concussion exactly, yeah uh where you know or do you or do, or do you want to like have that time to then like develop more mm. so but 12 weeks it's mm. pretty like it's pretty flexible i think like yeah. when you come in you don't need to know how to skate at all so we can teach you that from scratch mm. um and then depending on just how like how much you want it or like how much time you're willing to put in like we have skaters that will um after the first 12 weeks like they're they're in you know and they're like and they're trying out for the travel teams and stuff but then other people are happy to like cruise and take it a bit easier and just enjoy the experience yeah the process of it yeah yeah we've got skaters who graduated in my course who are in travel teams and then we've got ones who aren't but they're doing reefing so they've still got time on skates um, they're just not doing the contact because the contact can be a bit daunting. Um, yeah. Especially if you're not as stable on your feet like that, as yeah. Tina was saying, mm. we want to make sure that everyone is as safe as possible because yeah. getting any kind of injury is not a good time. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> we, we have different training days that are set for like different levels. So like Sundays are more of our like development type of training sessions where we'll have like a few different level skaters but the coaches will put it out to make sure that's your development day so we would say like if you were a new skater like wanting to come in just make sure like Sundays would be something you would have to commit to to get that that learning in for a little bit before you can then get yourself on a travel team Mm. if that's what you wanted or like um, scrimmage which is our practice game night is on Thursdays so you know once you're kind of safe and you're feeling good and the contacts there and coaching are happy that like you know that you're not going to go out there and hurt yourself or hurt anyone else and we're like yeah come into scrimmage and so then you'd go from training on Sundays and then training Thursdays and Sundays Mm. if you wanted it so yeah I just I would say like be prepared to just commit some of your Sunday evenings as well with it Mm. so what times do you what time do you start uh 5 30 yeah Yeah. so usually at the beginning it will only go to 7 30 because your brain kind of explodes you don't i don't (laughs) think you expect like when you are learning you've got like one you've got skates on you're trying to keep your body up Mm -hmm. two you're trying to like make your body move with those skates on and it's like a lot of brain juice that's going out there because you're like taking in my body's trying to like get used to this new thing and then i have this person that's talking to me and i'm trying to understand what they're saying Um, what's going on so like we usually know that at about that two hour limit that we might just need to like just stop and be like cool because you know you don't want to like what's the point of like pushing an extra hour if it's just not going to go anywhere Mm. and no one's going to get anything out of it so Mm. very aware like that yeah your brain you'll go home Mm. and then you'll wake up and the next morning you're like why does my mm. butt hurt so much yeah. <laughs> what are all um, these bruises yeah. Yeah. and is it good to practice skating just out there in the world as well like is that yeah. something that you yeah. guys all yeah. do a so, lot as well i'm just gonna yeah. say even if you weren't playing derby i think it's great to go out there in the world and skate <laughs> <laughs> i love that well, we the perfect like 
down on um, the parade and the yeah. Yeah, that's just an exception yeah. where you're going to be able to go the whole yeah. way round. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, skated um, along there with some of the convict skaters, and it was a windy day, so we all got completely just pushed and picked up so much speed, and was like, we can't. Stop. Oh, it's terrifying when the wind um, hits you. Yeah. Yeah. No, my gosh. But it's so much fun. Even if you wanted to like take your skates up to the Hawks Bay and skate along there, they've got a great waterfront skate. Yeah, it's all flat. Carpety has a really good like skate skate like um track too along there like yeah. you know get and mm. get adventurous skate parks as well mm. like the um Maidstone Max has just opened up again and they've got a really good pump Where track in mm. Upper Hutt okay um just wear safety gear I know yeah. I just oh yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> the thing that's really standing out for me is like how much uh the roller derby is like the emphasis is on health and safety it's like it's a contact yeah. sport. Don't be don't be stupid about this. Mm-hmm. Like you have to protect yourself yes. and others. And if you're not ready, it's all right. You yeah. can just go slow with it. Yeah, yeah. That really stands be, like, out just, from... just be a bit kinder to yourself. Yeah, and not, mm-hmm. like putting that pressure. Like we're not going anywhere. We're not gonna like stop. Well, especially now with yeah. COVID, we're not going well, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and like we're very cautious about what safety gear. Like you have you have your knee pads, elbows, yeah. wrists helmet and mouth guard mm. because um you know you can easily fall over on skates and the, mm. the last thing we want is anyone to fall over and hit the head or mm. um you know fall on their elbow break their elbow wrist stuff like that um mm. and like the mouth guards particularly because you do sometimes get hit in the jaw area mm. um it's not too bad for the taller skaters the smaller skaters definitely the face gets mm. hit a lot. Do you, I have a do you use your, your front brakes quite a lot? Because when I was watching, it seemed um, like laps. Toe yeah, yeah. Oh, a special one. Yeah, you yeah. run. Yeah. You jam it. Yeah. Run on them. Stop on them. Yeah. Trip on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trip on them is a big one. Mine's fallen out like during yeah. a game before. I, I've had it where I put my toe stop down and my toe stop's like, nah, I'm not going to stick to the floor and just goes like mm. straight out. I wasn't anywhere near the other pack mm. and I was just like, cool, I'm on the floor now. Mm. I, had a, I had a wheel fall off in yes. the middle of a game. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I, wow. I, I had like my rolling across the floor away from me. I had my truck, so that's the bit that the wheel is attached to that attached yeah. to the boot. It wasn't tight enough and so it literally fell off my, my skate halfway through uh, scrimmage. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh, why am I hopping? I, yeah. I just... I just Talking about this, I just need to throw out mad props to, um, there's a skater in Swamp, there's a very good friend of mine who I skated um, on a national training squad with, um, and her name's Mad Honor, and I was playing in like a fun team with her, and one of her wheels came off, and she just grabbed it, threw it off the track, and then just kept playing for the whole two minute jam on seven wheels. Like wow. it was freaking nothing. Wow. And I just came yeah. off the track and I yeah. just looked at him. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms Space. of like actually getting to to see you and get engagement, right? And so mm-hmm. how do people um one know more about you? Oh, and what can, <laughs> what, <laughs> what can they watch? <laughs> <laughs> No. Are you under your name or? <laughs> I'm like under like a, a got a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm not under that. The best thing is to probably follow us on social media. Yes. Right. To Instagram. So is that Instagram, Richter, Facebook. So Richter City Roller Derby or um, RCRD. Uh, so we've got a, what is it, Instagram, Facebook, and Insta- Twitter. We've also got a website, which is just oh, Richter City Roller Derby. Yeah. Which so, you can go there and um, do an inquiry form if you're like interested in yeah. um, 
joining. Yeah, Mars. I'm going to be sending that out straight after yeah. this podcast. Are you TikTok? TikTok? Oh, not you. No. No. Oh, you talked oh. to the right person. Oh. TikTok's your man. Oh, we'll have a discussion. He's the king of TikTok. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yes, you are. He gets recognized I, in the street. Is that like, next week's episode? We can could, we could talk about <laughs> that. I am willing to. I've seen you pop up so many times he's, on my feed, and yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. but he's famous. Well, it's just, because, it's just because I'm finding, like, it's easy to find. People want to see what it's like. They want to get involvement with that. They want little samples, and they want to learn something. So if it's entertainment mixed in with like education or yeah. then um, then you're hitting something. So for me, I'm like, if I'm scrolling through, I'm like, like, I'm just trying to show videos in town. Like, where are the queer things around the mm-hmm. city? So how do we, because how do we get engaged with our community if we don't know where they are? And yeah. then how do we find it and feel like, okay, is this a safe space for me? Can I see it? Am yeah. I, um, yeah. And knowing that this is for you, like, mm-hmm. I just want to show that off. But like, it's a good opportunity where... Others are just constantly on their phone all the time, and they just see little snippets. And then you are that you are that expert. You are that yeah. person that people are relying on, um, and they want to check it out. So yeah. do you, I need to find you on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I can. I can make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scout you, underscore NZ. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. Do you find doing this podcast like because you know you're just saying like going around with like. Um, like the different queer things that happen around Wellington. Yeah. I've just come to realise that Wellington is this extremely queer place, like queerer than I ever thought it was. But you know what surprises me is that none of like these people that are doing like none of these groups that are like like you know, there are little groups like, Yes, I'm gonna try and get this out and have this queer event, it's gonna be really amazing and like it takes off and has this like successful thing and then it kind of dies because then another queer thing tries to come and, and people get interested in that. And what I'm wondering is why don't all these queer groups like have a hub where they communicate and work together and just like make it this thing so that yeah. you you're like yes this is a safe sport this is a safe club for me to go to this is a safe bar for me to go to this is like a safe cafe for me to go to and then it's like more of a like an interlinking like social network happening where it's like rather than trying to like outbeat each other on the queerness yeah. we could join the queerness well that's it's you you hit the you hit the mark of my frustration within the city is is a litter for eight years and i'm like cool it's super queer but what exactly is the city providing for me you know and so i how do i get engaged in the community and that's not a bar and that's not hookup apps yes you know and and trying to find a safe space and there isn't anything (laughs) right and but this is but you're not the only person every single person i've been talking to has raised this mm-hmm. and like where is it in the city and what is the city providing and you should come over to the rainbow advisory council meeting tomorrow <laughs> join with um <laughs> and like <laughs> so, but it's um but it's it's the question of like what is there and i really feel like you know coming together this is why i'm doing what i'm doing is saying how do we talk about this how to bring it up mm-hmm. and how we showcase it because we're all thinking the same thing we want this it's just getting it together yeah. You know, and building yeah. this um but where is our first safe space as cities we can just be just chilled <laughs> you yeah. know that's, as a community that's something i absolutely love about la because we are like gender diverse accepting trans accepting because i know like trans people in sport that's like a big yeah. contender and like we accept anyone um female identifying or gender diverse for our league as players and then also males as refs and, and support people mm. so it's like something that's really really cool about roller derby is it's so inclusive and also real inclusive in body size mm. like yes. it's not just yeah. for real fit buff like people it's for 
you know, teeny tiny people to really, really large. Like there's jobs for everyone. Like a blocker's job is to be in the way. And yeah. so some mm-hmm. of the I've best... seen some like I don't know, I, I'm gonna like I'm gonna argue this. Jammers, I've seen some pretty like jammers who are like twice the size of me oh, and yeah. I'm a pretty stout person and they're like fast and nimble and like it's just like yeah. don't underestimate. I yeah. would be terrified. Well, the smallest person, <laughs> I've had someone who is half the size of me take me out and own the shit out mm-hmm. of me, wow. and I'm like, well, I'm just never gonna underestimate you again. One of our like insanely strong jammers, um, she's not actually one of our jammers, is Crunch. Mm. This skater, she can do blocking, jamming, pivoting. Like it's watching her skate is insane because she's like she is pure muscle mm. and she's really tall and you'll just see her she just smashes through the wall and wow. I just I just slid it through I don't yeah. know she's got yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know this isn't even my position during tryouts I got paired with her at one point and I'm just like well this is gonna yeah. go well me blocking against just this powerhouse yeah. and I'm yeah. like okay how am I gonna stop her like yeah. it, it's it's almost impossible so we've got skaters of yeah everybody shape yeah. and fitness level as well like yeah. you don't have to be insanely fit to get into the sport because it grows over time mm. like you're going to be so sore after your first training but your body then gets used to it yeah. mm. so um speed round so really quickly so we have one question for you is that what is the one gem that you have in wellington like your secret hidden thing Ooh. that you think is the, you the, most, the most badass the like i yeah. love this thing oh. this is like stands out it's your highlight of the city yeah mm. i was thinking about this the whole way through <laughs> <laughs> i could tell by your face you were like what am i gonna say what am i, I was gonna... in another place i'm gonna go i'm gonna go because i because i know i <laughs> tino's tips fucking right love zealandia yes. yes now what part and why um Okay, I like, I don't know, a lot of people just do that normal, yeah. like, mm-hmm, average course. And you can see some tulatoes and you can see some nice birds. It's nice. But you can get up there and spend six hours in there and forget that you're in a fenced community, like mm. a little <laughs> fenced thing, and get up there and do an actual proper tramp mm. and, like, see some amazing views, probably have more chance of seeing more of the bird life that they have there mm. by going there and just getting completely lost. Like, mm. I, I brought a membership. I, I, I love it. I, I love that there's this place there. Yeah. My own little kind of paradise. And like having the fence makes me be like, people can't yeah. get me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, go. Um, so in Island Bay, there's this little like marine um, educational. Kind of uh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. The rock pools oh, around the there are beautiful. We've actually got one of our skaters partners. He's one of the like, um, biologist or marine biologist mm-hmm. who works there um so we get random fish facts throughout our trainings he let me touch um, an octopus for my birthday oh, yeah yes. so a like, real one yeah. he a real will teach one. teach you about poop and sex because it's the two main things people <laughs> want to know about when it comes to animals for some reason yeah. um but i love it there and That's it's just cool. it's so nice just go sit on the rocks have a look at the rock pools and just Chill, take a yeah. And the yeah. island bay is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. so nice and sunny around there. There's a yeah. geocache out in Rat Island, that little place there. If you're into geocaching, there's some great geocaching. There's some great out there too. Yeah. yeah. Is that your secret gem? Surf break? Uh, <laughs> not on Rat Island. I, I'm not yeah. But surfing at Lyle Bay and then cold brew at the botanist. It's not really top secret. Hey, I sure. love the botanist, so yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have me there. So yeah. One of my favorite places. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, thanks everybody for joining us. We could have easily just gone on for I know, another we could have, hour. Honestly, yeah. honestly yeah, it, is... it could. I need to figure this out. We could have a I longer was... extension. I know. Ex- yeah, extensions. Thank you so much yeah. for joining yeah. us. I was so excited yeah. about this. This is great. This is fun. <laughs> you, were, you were psyched out. Please, come make some TikToks. Oh, yes, I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can do that. Let's do yeah, that. Cool. Oh, he did PS. I want to look at Let's the talk. Okay. He's the perfect yeah. person. Cool. All right, guys. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you to everyone. And, and uh, uh, until next week. Until next yeah. week. Bye. 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 Bye.